Chris Christie's exit from the Republican primary race last week gives Nikki Haley a clear chance to corner the market among GOP voters looking for an alternative to Donald Trump. But she still faces a tough challenge in a party that has grown increasingly reliant on working class Republicans, a group that overwhelmingly backs Trump. We go in depth now with Aaron Zittner, reporter and editor at The Wall Street Journal. Aaron, you talk about how Chris Christie's exit is good news for Nikki Haley, maybe not so much in Iowa, but definitely in New Hampshire. Well, that's right. I mean, first of all, the departure of any candidate helps the others who are trying to uh, give Trump a run for his money, because the more that the vote is divided among multiple candidates, the easier a path Trump is going to have. For anyone to really challenge him, you need fewer candidates in the race so that they can consolidate the non-Trump vote. Uh, Look what happened in 2016, the last time we had a competitive primary. Trump was able to win a whole lot of races with 32 percent of the vote, 35 percent of the vote, nowhere near 50 percent of the vote, because there were a lot of candidates in the race and you could win with, you know, well under 40 percent. So why does Haley stand to get the bulk of Christie's voters and not Ron DeSantis? Well, yes, but beyond uh, the benefit of just having fewer candidates, there is an overlap in the kind of voters who are attracted to Christie and those who are attracted to Nikki Haley. Uh, you see that mostly in New Hampshire. Uh, Christie and Haley were both drawing, first of all, candidates who weren't uh, turned on by Donald Trump, who wanted an alternative. I mean, that's the first thing. But also, they tend to be more college-educated folks, folks who uh, call themselves more moderate. They weren't the most ideologically conservative and they're people more loosely identified with the Republican Party. Soft Republicans or, in New Hampshire, independents can come into the primary and vote in the Republican primary. And Nikki Haley was really beating Trump among all those groups, college-educated, uh, uh, moderate, ind- moderate uh, uh, Republicans, and soft Republicans. And uh, that's what uh, Christie was also drawing. And, in fact, one poll showed that 65 percent of Christie's supporters were looking to Nikki Haley as their second choice. So it makes sense that his dropping out is going to mean that his voters uh, on the on the main will accrue to her. The problem is not many states look like New Hampshire and the bulk of the Republican Party is not uh, moderate, is not college educated in the primaries and certainly is not politically independent. They're, you know, solid Republicans. Right. So how does it look different in other states demographically than New Hampshire? Well, New Hampshire is a little bit of an outlier in terms of the higher level of uh, college achievement of its residents. There still still is a, uh, a hope for her supporters, and it goes like this. She makes a credible showing in Iowa, and recent polling suggests that she is gaining on DeSantis and maybe has even overtaken him for second place in Iowa. But the pathway that people lay out for her, for her is she does credibly well in Iowa, and that gives her uh, more donations, more media attention, and more voter interest, enough that she wins in New Hampshire or comes close to it. After New Hampshire, the calendar also favors her in that two states later we get to South Carolina, which is Nikki Haley's home state. She's trailing there now significantly in the polls behind Donald Trump. You know, the primaries have been compared to a game of pool, and each primary is a different shot in the game. And it rearranges all the balls, and some balls fall into the pockets, 
and leave fewer on the table, that is fewer candidates, and new lines of sight and new angles that didn't uh, appear at the beginning suddenly open up. And it's maybe a four-cushion bank shot for Nikki Haley to somehow uh, uh, do well in these early primaries. But if she does well in Iowa, wins New Hampshire, makes a good running in South Carolina, after that is Super Tuesday. That's the big show. It's on March 5th, uh, 15 states vote. And that's where the real currency that counts in the election matters. We will see. Thanks, Aaron. Aaron Zittner of The Wall Street Journal.